hello, hello. Federal employees, it is great to spend a little time with you today. It is another great questions and answers topic today on plan your federal benefits. So let's dig right in. Let's waste no time at all. We got two questions from the last few months. And if you have any questions you'd like me to answer in the future questions and answers, definitely put in the comments below. I'll do my best to get to them. So let's jump right in. So the first one is, Hey, Dallin, what do you think of the adage for those of us in the last decade of active federal employment? And the quote is, it's better that I do not lose what I have saved at this stage than it is to make more money. So he's asking me what I think about that sentiment, that thought of, it's better to not lose what I have saved than to earn more money, right? And last Saturday, there was a question similar to this, different but similar, so I don't want to beat a dead horse here, um, but I think it's so, so important to realize that let's say you're in the last decade of your federal employment, so you have 10 years left until you retire. I think it's important to realize that the goal is not just for ha to have as much money as we possibly can at the day we retire. Although we want that, we want to have as, mu as much as we possibly can, that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to have our money outlast us and to have a retirement that we want and we really will enjoy, right? That's what the TSP, that's what IRAs, that's what these retirement accounts are for, to fund a great retirement. That's what they're for. They're for. And so if we don't lose any money, in the last 10 years of retirement. I think that's that's great, but we want to invest in a way that makes sense, not just for to maximize our retirement date, but also so that we have money for our entire retirement. And generally, that means having some risk or investment. Not, not, I'm not saying your whole portfolio, I'm saying some, so that A, you're gonna have some growth over time and you'll be able to maintain your standard of living over the course of your entire retirement and your money is not gonna not gonna run out before you do. So I don't know what investment strategy makes sense for you, but I know that you have to find a strategy that isn't too conservative. I think I see portfolios that are too conservative more often than I see portfolios that are too aggressive, right? I don't know what that means for you, but I think it is good just to remind us all that being too conservative is or can be worse than being too aggressive. It depends, depends on the situation, depends what the market does, but you definitely wanna be wary of being either one of them. You don't wanna to be too aggressive, you don't wanna to be too conservative, whether before retirement or even in retirement. So that's the first question, and it's a good one. Now the second question. They say, hey, this is the second article I've read on the proportional withdrawal of the TSP funds, including RMDs. Okay, let's give a little background before we go any farther. So, when you take money out of the TSP, you can't decide which funds it comes out of. Let's say you have half your money in the G fund, half your money in the C fund. When you take $100 out, it will automatically take $50 from each of those funds. You can't choose which one to take from. That's what he's talking about when he says proportional withdrawal. Okay, that includes RMDs, okay? So at 72, when you have to start taking money out, same thing applies. It comes out proportionally based on which funds you're invested in. Okay, let's move on. His next question is, hey, can't a participant exchange between TSP investments prior to withdrawing funds, i.e. following the conservative first strategy? Okay, so this is what he's asking. So I've written a couple articles 
um, and many other people have as well, about some of the pros and cons of an IRA versus the TSP. And one downside that many people cite for the TSP is this issue that I'm just talking about, where you have to take money proportionally based on which funds you're invested in, right? So if you're 50% C and 50% G comes out proportionally. The problem arises when, let's say, the market is doing poorly. The market has dipped, and you prefer not to sell the C fund when it's down. You want to wait till it comes up and then sell when it's high, right? Buy low, sell high. That's the goal, right? So you don't want to sell when it's low. Well, the TSP inadvertently forces you to if you need money out of it at any point. Ideally, you'd be able to just sell from the G fund, right? And let the C fund come back, right? Ideally. Now, what this gentleman is saying, hey, can't I just move everything to the G fund, take what I need out, and then rebalance so that it would be the same as if I just took it out of the G fund, right? And it's a great point. Basically, we're just moving the buckets around, and if we do it quick enough, then the prices of the C fund and the G fund won't be really different, so it'll be the same as just taking just out of the G fund. And it's a good point, and I, I think that's absolutely right. You can, you definitely can, and that's kind of one way to get around this, is that you rebalance or do an interfund transfer to get it get the levels back to where you want. So for example, let's say let's say you have $100 in the G fund and $100 in the C fund, okay? Right now the C fund's really down and you don't want to sell from it. But let's say you need $50, right? So if you don't do anything, you just take $50 out of the TSP, it's going to take 25 out of each of them and they're both going to be down to $75, okay? Now, at that point when it's 75, 75, if you wanted to, you can do an interfund transfer, move 75 from the G fund to the C fund, boom, now you're 50 to and to 100. So technically, it'd be the same as if you just took 50 out of the initial 100 out of the G fund, right? So that's one way to kind of get around it. Now, here are some of the downsides. You get two interfund transfers a month, right? And so if you need a little more flexibility to be able to do these things a little more often than just once or twice a month, then uh, the TSP is going to be limiting, right? It's going to be limiting. And so basically, the TSP is not all bad in retirement. I think it has a lot of advantages. It's just important to know what it does do and what it doesn't do. The IRAs have a lot more flexibility, a lot more flexibility with how you can take money out, when, and all those other issues. So I'm not saying you should always do an IRA in retirement. I'm not saying you should always do a TSP. It just depends. There's pros and cons. And I've done a couple articles and videos on this topic of should I do an IRA? Should I do a T the TSP? Should I do some of both? And it depends. Depends what you're comfortable with. And in a nutshell, one of the base, base differences between the two things, between an IRA and a TSP, is a TSP is simple and you're familiar with it. And that can be a huge advantage because an IRA can be overwhelming with a number of investment choices, with the, the fee differences, there's a lot of differences, right? And so can an IRA be a little more flexible? Yeah, it can be. But there's downsides of it's a little more complex. So there's no perfect solution. There's no perfect anything. You just have to decide for you what makes the most sense. Because like this gentleman pointed out, you can indeed get around one of the downsides of the TSP. So it's just a matter of do you want to manage that? Or do you want to just take money straight out of the one you want to take money out of if it's in the IRA? Right? You have choice in the IRA. Right? In the TSP, you have less so. But if you're okay with that, no problem, right? You have to make it work for you. Regardless of which, which TSP or IRA you pick, you just have to make it work for you and your situation. So hopefully that was helpful. Like I said, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover, put in the comments below. I'll do my very best to get to them. 
And until next time, I hope you have a great time, and I'll see you next time.